The following programme contains swearing right from the fucking start. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to We Don't Do Stuff. I'm Sunny Dapp. And I'm Jazz and this is our podcast about stuff we don't do, but we will eventually. So Jazz, what have we missed in Birmingham this week? We've got about four things which we missed, which I thought looked quite kind of interesting. Okay. Um, there seem to be more theatre shows and concerts that we've missed. Okay. But do you think it's because it's that time of year? when everyone just wants to be indoors theatre show and concert season okay all month all month I think it's like coming towards the end of uh, half term isn't it I think it's the end of summer Summer, it's over isn't it keep saying half term okay so one of the things that we missed was so there's three theatre shows that we've missed so one was called the comedy about a bank robbery yeah and I think it's like a West End show that came to Birmingham and it's a multi-award winning comedy. Oh wait, sorry. It's by the people who made a multi-award winning comedy, the play that goes wrong. Mm. And it's the same company that's returned. So is it Mischief? Yeah. Yeah. Have you heard of them? Yeah, Mischief no, it's, it's meant to be awesome. Like we definitely got to go and... Hmm. Is it still is it still on? No. Oh, bollocks. That's why it's called cool. We Don't Do Stuff. You yeah. like completely missed it, mate. But Okay, so it's basically a priceless diamond has been entrusted to the city bank. Yeah. And institute so corrupt that even the security guards are on the take. And can it be stored or will it go horribly wrong? I got a feeling it goes horribly wrong. But it's meant to be um all the both of the plays that I know of are meant to be like seller hits, hilarious as well. Yeah. And um I think uh, next time they're in Birmingham, we're definitely going to go and watch them. Definitely mm. need to go and watch them. But yeah, what was the other thing we missed? It literally says, don't miss the smash and grab hit comedy that's guaranteed to live a swag, loads of laughter. And book now. It will be criminal to miss it. It definitely we was. We definitely <laughs> missed it, yeah. But I was, really, I was looking at some of the reviews and somebody gave it a review of, you can't help but laugh like a drain. Is that like some kind of slang that we miss it? You can't help but laugh like a drain. Yeah. What shit is that, man? That's from the Radio Bloody Times, mate. This is what I'm the same, man. Like, these media, these people doing running these media sources, man, they're outdated, man. Mm. I can't help but laugh like a drain. That's stupid. Never heard of that. Anyway, and the other one says, the funniest show in the West End. That's the kind of review you want. Yeah. Something you can understand and you can relate to. Anyway, so we missed that. The other thing that we missed was another show which is called the Taj so he's saying it like I'm uh, British Asian the Taj Express or the Taj Express yeah which is a I think it's by the people that did Merchants of Bollywood which was uh, a dance show wasn't it okay so it's basically um, uh, it was choreographed dancing um, by the people who brought on Merchants of Bollywood and is by music by an Oscar winning musician called A.R.R. Rahman who was the composer of Slumdog Millionaire yeah have you watched that film I haven't seen it you know you haven't seen the film no, I haven't, seen, oh, I haven't seen it either you know have you not no. I thought you went to watch it did I went to go and watch it I'm sure you did you went to go and watch it man I ain't seen it but A.R.R. Rahman is a wicked composer like he doesn't like he's like one of the best composers he doesn't even need that Oscar I've literally no recollection of ever watching Slumdog Millionaire. Slumdog Millionaire. 
But what I did watch was The Merchants of Bollywood. Yeah, I remember watching that. Was that was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to watch that. That was cool. We? Up north in Bradford. Yeah. So basically, that the, the Taj Express is actually still on. And it ends on Saturday the 15th of September. So we potentially could go and watch that. Yeah, but... I, but you don't think we're going to? No, I don't. I ain't really feeling it. Are you not? Nah. Plus, I don't think I'm going to be here or something. So. Where are you going to be? I might go to London. Okay, cool. So, yeah. So, anyway, that looks pretty interesting. It's about 12 quid and it's still worth checking out. It looks bald, man. Does it really? Yeah, because I've seen some things come up on my Facebook. Because, obviously, Facebook knows you're brown. Yeah. Um, without even you identifying that you're brown on Facebook. So Look, man, let me hype this up for you. Yeah. It's rhythmically blending. <laughs> I think I messed the first word up. It's rhythmically blending explosive dancing with the hits of India's most iconic composers. And the Taj Express is brought to life by the stars of Bollywood cinema and its greatest musicians live on stage. No. Nah. Oh, well, I'm just probably in a funny mood, but I ain't feeling that. What else do we miss? I'm happy I missed that. You don't seem like you're in a happy mood at all today. Yeah, I told you I'm not feeling well in it. What else do we miss? <laughs> I feel like I have to get a move on quickly now. Yeah. Okay, so the other thing that we missed was, have you heard of Guru Randawa? No, but I've heard of this concert. <laughs> okay, so he's a Punjabi singer yeah. from India who is quite popular, I would say. And he came to um, uh, the arena in Birmingham and he had a concert Okay. in Birmingham, which um, most, some of my friends went to watch. So, yeah. Was it, um, uh, I think quite a few people I went to see, they said, um, this one person like that I was chatting to said he went to watch the show. They said they basically liked the fact like he had quite a lot of support acts on. Yeah. That would like, okay. And then he mm. came on, but he didn't come on for too long. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, that one said it was okay. I, th- I think it depends on the people who are putting the show on. Yeah. But I mean, he's only had like, um, uh, hits since like 2017. So he's quite new. That's pretty decent though, isn't it? So yeah, it's so quite new and he's come out and he's like smashing yeah. it. Fair enough, yeah. So, if you want to check his songs out. Yeah. <laughs> there's one called Suit Suit. Oh, right. Yeah, I know that. I know that yeah. song. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how he done it. Okay. Yeah, so Suit Suit is good. But then yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and this other one called um, High Rated Gabru. Oh, okay, I think I heard that as yeah. well. Yeah, so you yeah, should yeah. definitely check that out. He's probably got, you probably heard some of the other one. Yeah, that's true. I well. think that's the thing. I got to a point now yeah. with, with music where I don't know who's done it. Yeah. I just recognise the song. And I used to laugh at people yeah. who are old and they used to be like, I don't know who this song is by, but he goes yeah. like this. I'm thinking, how come you don't know your music? Now yeah. I've become that person. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So he's had, he's, got, he's had some pretty good hits, to be fair. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so we missed him. Yeah. So I think I kind of wanted to go and watch it, but yeah. we didn't because we were busy. Whilst well, so we missed. Um, okay, so sorry. we also missed a birthday party. Who's? It was your favourite man, Matthew Bolton. Oh man, I went to his house though. Yeah, so basically, this week was Matthew Bolton's 290th birthday, and you could have gone to Soho House Museum. Mm. Is that where you went? Yeah, yeah. And you could have checked out the celebrations for his birthday. And explored the house that Matthew Bolton lived in to half of his life. And where he achieved his most notable milestones during his long successful life. 
Yeah. That's that's cool, you know. Have you been there before? I haven't, you know. Did you not even go with school like back in the day? No. I don't think I went with school either, but um I definitely recommend checking it out, man. If you're ever in Birmingham, check out Matthew Bottom's house. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. Yeah, yeah. So Okay, so that's all the stuff. Some pretty cool things in it. I thought was interesting, yeah. Anything. Um I think we missed. So what have we been up to? No, wait there. We had a little new section, didn't we? Oh, what's happening on social media? On social media, yeah. We should give that a better name, don't it? Rather than what's happening on social media. Because yeah. a lot of things happening on social media. What? Okay. No, it wasn't called what's happening on social media. What was it called? It's called social media, what's trending. That's still long, though. And but anyway. The, the what's got a Z in there. Okay. And the social media... Has also got an S in there somewhere. <laughs> so with random social Zs. media. Okay, so what's happening on social media? <laughs> so okay, so this this seemed quite interesting. Yeah. So basically, there was a plus size model mm. called Tess Halliday. Yeah. And Sunny's looking over at my prop. Yeah. Because I managed to get hold of the, the magazine. magazine. Okay. So basically, there's a plus size model called Tess Halliday, who appeared on the front of a cosmopolitan magazine which is the number one women's magazine self-proclaimed self-proclaimed probably has to be on it i think they've also specified the number one women's glossy magazine mm. so you could like literally print a matte version of it and be and say the number one women's matte magazine magazine yeah okay. or you could do like black and white you, you could do man you could just, okay, and so you can self-proclaim it anyway that wasn't the point so basically okay. what was trending on social media was that the reason it kicked up a storm was because the plus size model fe- featured on this women's magazine yeah and people were saying that why have you put a 300 pound uh woman or woman. model she's she's a model yeah so model. like you know yeah. she's got um she comes under supermodel modeling modeling agency that she's yeah. represented by but they're saying that why was she put on this magazine mm. and she should have been put on there because it's promoting um, obesity mm. and glorifying it. D- what are your discuss. views on that? Okay, discuss. Yeah. So, um, okay, so for, for a long time, the industry, every industry that we've, from magazines to TV and film, still is promoting unrealistic, unattainable body standards. Yeah. So we're going from the extreme of, um, you know, really skinny. Um, size zero. Size zero. Or even for, and this is happening for both men and women now. Hmm. Where we've seen an unattainable bodily um, shapes and figures. And that's, so now, that's, for for many years, has been having an effect on people. Yeah. And even though in, in the media, we still have these body images of um, air quotes the perfect uh, male and female shapes um, obesity has still been rising raising yeah level of obese levels of obesity have still been rising so I don't think putting um, this this model um, Tess Halliday Halliday Holiday Tess Holiday on this cover is gonna is, is promoting obesity in fact if anything it's saying to people look you know it's it, okay to be comfortable in the body you are now, obviously, there's a difference now between being comfortable in the body you are and making sure that you're healthy mm. as well. And that's, were we not talking about this last week? We were, yeah, because we weren't about that. You, you, you got to be your healthiest version of yourself. What was it in relationship to? I can't remember. I can't remember, but th- 
this is the, this is the thing. So, you know, I think it's what I think about this is that I think it's yeah, fair play because things cosmopolitan has always just shown one side of women, yeah, and it's always been you know European looks. If you're white, you're pretty, you're beautiful. That's it, yeah. skinny. Yet there's so many people out mm. there that look completely different. Yeah, and now obviously this this model's on an out test holiday. And she's doing something different. Okay, so basically, yeah, I personally think that when they put on someone like this, yeah, or when they put on a- any anyone who's unusual, they're doing it for reactions, basically. Of course, yeah, yeah. So I think that the whole thing is just a publicity stunt. Oh, straight up, yeah, yeah. And they just did it for reactions and just got it so people talk about their magazine. And I, I personally think that's why the magazine's done it. I don't think that's why Tess Holiday's done it. Of course, yeah. I yeah. think she's obviously been trying to get into the industry and change the way that people perceive yeah um uh, plus size models but at the same time when you do read the article because i did read the article i didn't just look at the picture. do what social media did and just looked at the pictures like she does talk about her struggles with her weight and yeah. how she was treated and like you know just the so the um psychological impact that her weight had on yeah her life and uh so you know like i haven't read it all but there were some bits in there which like, I think she's from America. Yeah. But there were some bits in there where she was talking about her life and how she, like, they, when their family was growing up and or whatever, she was saying that they just had, like, a bit of a secluded life. Mm. Where, not secluded, but it was inactive, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a sedative. Yeah. Yeah. So, the, I, th- I thought that was quite interesting. But what social media was saying was, don't put this woman on there. It's promoting obesity, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But I don't think it is because... Like you were saying that they've had like fitness models yeah. on these magazines magazines for years. Yeah. And if people were that sub- um, subject to looking at these magazine covers yeah. and being that influenced, people wouldn't be obese. Absolutely. Yeah, everybody would be slim and toned, but they're not. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the other thing as well is like when, when you're bombarded with images of, um, once again, air quotes, perfect, um, perfect specimens of people, you know, that people the general public begin to feel like shit about yeah. themselves they you know they don't feel confident or they feel that you know there's, there's something wrong with us hmm. and that has a the, the psychological mental impact of that mental health impact for that could be far worse and is far worse yeah. than um putting someone who's normal on a magazine cover and just saying to people look you know what it's fine, you know. We we are different shapes mm-hmm. and we are different body sizes. Yeah. But along. So as, you think it's okay to have the woman? Yeah, I'm 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 cool with it. I'm thinking it's okay. Obviously, you know, she has a person in the article. I haven't read it, but she probably does probably mention that you know it's just been a struggle in terms of maintaining. I think there's to be healthy. Yeah, I think there's like a, there's a couple of things like for yeah. me like the way that I feel about it. Firstly, I don't read this magazine. I wouldn't normally look at this magazine. Yeah. And I'm not influenced by anything that's in this magazine. You know, most of this is just sensationalised stories. Yeah, yeah. And, and, the other and you know, like, it's just... Uh, it's not really targeted towards the seat, though. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's, it's not really targeted... Yeah. I mean, who, so if who, they think that who, their who, readers would yeah. appreciate this and it gives people body confidence and, like, you know, like, it makes feel better, people feel better about themselves, yeah. then just carry on, put it on there, whatever, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. But if... If you think about like magazines and media and all this kind of stuff, yeah. a lot of the time, the reason that they have um, people, I'm talking anybody, yeah. 
not just like physique and mm. models or anything like that. They normally put somebody on the front cover of a magazine if they've achieved something. Yeah. So it's like an achievement that they've achieved something yeah. or they've done something. Is it or... aspirational? Yeah. For the reader. Yeah. So that so like like what this well like what this is essentially saying is that like what has this person achieved? Mm. And when you read the article, you can see why she's what she's achieved basically. Yeah. So she she's not on the magazine front cover because she's a plus obese. size model yeah yeah like you can see that things that she's been trying to work towards and yeah. what she's achieved for people who are underrepresented mm. in the media yeah do you know what i mean I, so like it's literally like is it good is it bad obviously mm. that's why there's a debate on social media absolutely oh, should we move on to our next topic yeah i mean that was uh that was the that was the review of a woman's magazine that we by two men <laughs> by two men and who who's best to do you think about? that this um, magazine's aimed at white women and it's been reviewed by two asian men uh, first of all yes it is because when this happens in the reverse where yeah. two white men will review or comment on a yeah. woman of color you know what I mean? Like nobody. No, this this is for London. Like, I'm looking through like okay, seven yeah. pages in, and it's all adverts. This yeah. is a welcome to the magazine review, <laughs> where we do an audio review of a magazine. Of a magazine. Okay, look, but it's straight up is, and then afterwards you get so far into, then you get you start seeing women of color. But so far it's yeah. all been slim and beautiful. But, but you know, I was looking through. Yeah, but I mean, these kind of magazines they're always promoting these random weight loss. But it's always always bald as well. Like yeah. these, you know, I speak to a. Uh, 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 personal trainer and they were saying that they're always promoting these lose weight in four weeks that stuff doesn't work yeah like it doesn't your, work, your yeah. body needs more than four weeks yeah to um, feel any effect but anyway Karen okay last... so our next topic Nike yeah okay do you call it Nike or do you call it Nike I think only dickheads call it Nike but it's actually pronounced Nike dickheads so, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway so throughout this um, podcast I'm going to call it Nike and I don't care if people call it Nike and it, because I've always kids. called it that we've always called it Nike yeah do you think that's a UK US thing it has to be man okay so it's yeah. Nike because it, think Not about Nike. it any other the like don't live a time like obviously lo- locality wise all our friends are going to call it Nike yeah but then even like people that we haven't met so for example in, when it's referencing music you know in London like you know from the grime scene people call it Nike no one ever says Nike in it yeah nobody wants to be called a dickhead <laughs> so yeah we're calling it Nike okay so what, so, what going with Nike okay so basically what Nike did was this uh, we really should like read up on what's going on you know before we uh, start chatting. start talking about it so basically Nike had a anniversary adverts yeah I'm assuming so it must have been either like some kind of iconic time period where or something mm. where they decided to use sports people to promote whatever they were doing yeah as companies do right yeah so they must have used a football player <laughs> yeah i'm like totally guessing all this stuff now oh, yeah an nfl player american football player yeah to promote something okay and the dude's name was colin kaepernick yeah, I was gonna, like you know, when you were chatting about it, I thought you, you would have read up on <laughs> I it. I had all the facts. Yeah, yeah. So the dude's called Colin Kaep- Kaepernick or yeah. whatever. And I think that he basically um, was an NFL player 
and he didn't. Yeah, so ex NFL player. Yeah, when the anth- when the American anthem used to be played, mm. like he didn't st- stand up for the anthem and he took a knee. Yeah, took a knee. Yeah. And that was in protest of um, the police shooting young black. Yeah, Americans. Americans. Yeah, and is it part of Black Lives Matter? I don't even know. You know. Um, we're gonna find out now, but I think yeah. Anyway, let's just go with that. It kind yeah, of okay. sounds right, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Did I get the guy's name right at least? Yeah, Colin Kaepernick. I okay. can't pronounce it, but yeah. So anyway, so this dude, yeah. So anyway, Nike used this guy, and he's um, he's hated by the racist. Straight up. Americans. The race, yeah. The racist. Yeah. Uh, so the racist Americans hate this dude because he he does. He, t- he took a knee uh, yeah. when when the anthem was being played. So anyway, man, that was complicated to explain. It would have just been easier if I just read read up on it. But that's good though. You got you got you, you hit they most, get most of the pl- you most hit, of it. You yeah. hit most of the facts, man. Yeah. Okay, so so because Nike used this dude, yeah, that these people don't like these um, Americans who are essentially Trump supporters. Yeah, essentially racist and Nazis and yeah. Trump supporters. Yeah. yeah. So they basically. Um, wanted to boycott um, Nike and what they did was they decided to rather than to just give up all their Nike clothes yeah. it's going to call it apparel apparel is that what it's called Nike apparel I don't know Nike yeah. clothes their Nike clothes yeah. so they were going to give up all their Nike clothes now, now it sounds like no, give okay. up all their Nike clothes <laughs> 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 their long t-shirts that got like little bunnies on it <laughs> okay so bunch of snowflakes in, in, in protest yeah. Of Nike using this dude's picture, the people decided that they were going to burn all their Nike clothes, which is stupid. Yeah, it? they are literally ripping the shirt off their own back. Yeah, and burning it, and to show to show how angry they're. Yeah, so they've already paid for the product. Yeah, and it's theirs. Nike doesn't actually lose out any money because they've done that. Yeah, because they've still they've, they've already bought they've like, already bought the they've product. already bought the product. Yeah, and I think the absolute funniest one was yeah. that some dude. Decided that he was going to burn his Nike trainers. Yeah. I almost said Nike, you know. <laughs> and he, but he decided he was going to burn his Nike trainers. Yeah. While wearing them. And the dude ended up having like third degree burns on his foot. foot on both of his feet. And ended up in hospital. What an anyway, idiot. that was trending on social media. That was absolutely <laughs> hilarious. What, a, what an idiot. What an idiot, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, but, obviously he's an idiot. Because first of yeah. all, he's trying to... But the thing is that if you are protesting... A company you don't buy their product yeah but i think a lot of the people who bought them who who were burning their products they're not nike's usual customers anyway yeah they're just like those people are the people who buy night clothes on discount when it's in like when it's two three seasons out yeah yeah, yeah. and they get like their 30 pound shoes from the disc like from sports direct essentially don't they yeah yeah yeah. i was gonna say like like, some sort of out, out Out, outlets, yeah, outlets, and that's what it is, isn't it? So, but basically, yeah, think about it like this year that who who buys night clothes without being racist? <laughs> well, it's generally the young young people. Y- young people yeah. yeah, so young people buy night clothes, yeah, yeah. And what Nike has done is that they literally are supporting a somebody who's taking a stand and standing up well, the- to. So the machine basically, it? Yeah, yeah. So they they stand they, they took a stand and they use somebody who's standing up to things that matter to young people. Yeah. And that's for like you know like people's lives and all the rest yeah, of yeah. it. Yeah. 
So Nike has literally, I, I reckon that they, obviously it was a marketing campaign. That's why they used the guy. Yeah. But they've literally switched it like this year. Think about it like this. They've now bought into the hearts and minds of the young people. Yeah. Who might have been using other brands or buying other clothes. But Nike's um, uh, investments by young people shot up. So the number of people who were young investors invested more money in Nike because of yeah. because of this because they see it as an ethical company. Yeah, I think that's that's what yeah. these massive like these massive companies are doing now. Yeah. They have to become ethically and environmentally aware yeah. of the situation. Yeah. So yeah. for the next 50, 30 to fifty years, yeah, yeah, who's going to be Nike's customers? The old people who are burning their shoes while wearing them. Nah, nah, they're going to be or dead. Or the 20, 30 year old investors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who have invested in the company. Yeah. And they're the ones that are going to be buying and yeah. their clothes and they've bought their shares and like, you know, they, the company shut up. So they've literally secured their place in the market for the next yeah. 30 or 40 years. And all the, uh, which is what, which, which is probably what they were trying to do. Yeah. And what you try to do when you use a celebrity's picture, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And so, so I think that was a pretty... And align yourself yeah. with the movement as well. So, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so if you think that 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 was a mistake, or the the people who that they pissed off, that that I, I reckon it's done intentionally course, to yeah. piss off the people to yeah. get the people who believe in their product. Yeah. Because even I felt like buying some more Nike products because yeah, because it, it, it reminded me of their products. I thought you know what this stuff used to be good. We haven't bought anything from like them for ages or what. That's true. You know we yeah. haven't. Uh, because yeah. we're, we're those 20 we're those uh, 60, 70 year old guys who buy the stuff at discount <laughs> edit, 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 edit. but you know what I mean though yeah. it? like it just reminds you yeah yeah okay another thing do you watch tennis? I know of it okay so I don't watch tennis yeah and this is where social media just kicks in with everything so did you hear about the whole Serena Williams yeah situation so Serena Williams was wearing a cat suit no no how old are you man? This is this is last week. That's last week. Okay, update me. What did I miss on tennis <laughs> about Serena Williams? Okay, so basically, yeah, three. Uh, what is it called? Is it called the U.S. Open? Probably isn't it? I got okay, no it's idea. It's a tournament. Man. So yeah. the tournament, I think, is called the U.S. Open. And basically, if you haven't realized, we've made no show notes. <laughs> if you haven't realized, we also don't know nothing about sports. But carry on. <laughs> so. The US Open yeah. is a tennis tournament, I believe. Yeah. So this is my what I've gathered from reading a handful of tweets. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so Serena Williams was taking part in this tournament and yeah. I think it was the finals. Yeah. And so she was playing somebody else. I wanna say Osaka, but so she was playing tennis with someone else, of course. Yeah. So she was playing someone else. That checks out. And basically, um, uh, during the game, the umpire, man, I can't believe I got that right. I was about to say referee, you know. The it umpire. is called the umpire, okay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I heard, okay, it's sounding familiar, Karen. Yeah. So the umpire, who's the dude that sits on that really long chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said to Serena Williams that you are um, cheating. Nah. I think it, I can't remember what it's called now. There's, yeah. there, there's a there was a word that they were using for it. Yeah, coaching. So he said that you've been coached, which basically means that you know her coach. Yeah, he's giving you signals and telling you how to play during the match. Okay. Yeah. 
So apparently you're not allowed to do that in tennis. Yeah. Whereas if we were watching football, yeah. I believe the manager's allowed to shout stuff out. Yeah, they do. At the players? Yeah. Hat weird, isn't it? Weird, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, if you're watching tennis and you the the your coach is not allowed to give you tips. Yeah. And he was saying that your coach is giving you hand signals and that's why you're changing your game. Yeah. So you're cheating. And she got pissed off and said, "Look, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not cheating." Yeah. Like I'm playing a fair game, so I'm not cheating. So I don't know what you're talking about. So then he gave her a foul. Yeah. So she argued back with him, and then she gave him another foul. So he gave her another foul. Sorry. And basically, the fouls ended up costing Serena Williams the match, and the other person won. And this is where, this is where Serena Williams was trending on social media. Yeah. And I can't remember the other person's name. So anyway, long story short, um. everybody starts saying that Serena Williams shouldn't have been penalized and the only reason she was yeah was because the dude who was the umpire was being either racist or sexist yeah and he was laying down the law of the land of the game sorry mm. even more even though male tennis players do a lot worse things and say a lot worse things yeah so she basically punished her for shouting back home for for sticking up and yeah. for yeah yeah because i've seen this um i've seen basically another scenario where a headline reported the Serena Williams um situation as Serena Williams meltdown yeah and then a basketball not basketball a a baseball a white male baseball player arguing to the ref as um argues the situation yeah or you know or he or contests contesting the, yeah so yeah. it's it's the way it's being portrayed is that yeah that? So okay so so that was trending all across social media which is quite yeah. interesting but there was some dude who seems like he's an artist for some KK mag KKK magazine yeah he's not really <laughs> I think people were taking the piss yeah. yeah 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 but I think he was like he published a um a um cartoon in the Herald and Sun which is like a Brisbane Australian newspaper okay which might be a racist newspaper I don't know So anyway so he he had an article in there he published a cartoon sorry in there which shows Serena Williams in you know those old style um cartoons that, that Tom and Jerry to, not Tom and Jerry before that you know when they used to like really make um black people like really like, extenuated features yeah. and okay a lot yeah, of the so, so published like that kind of a article uh, I keep saying article man cartoon illustration a cartoon illustration yeah and That's everyone's saying that's racist yes. and the guys like I don't I, how is this racist but I think it comes back down to that you know that white lens thing yeah like when people see through their own point of view and they can't see yeah that why why that would be classed as being racist and it because it, it literally means that the like everyone who was sticking up for it like what they're saying is that that's how they see yeah black women in it yeah i was um listening to a blinkist about um it's called slain your lane hmm. and um it's written by uh, totally totally do not remember the names but it's written by two um two black women um uh, from britain and they're just talking about their experiences and they're talking about how yeah i mean i definitely recommend listening to that book but i'm just going to just but yeah that's that's messed up man hmm. so she basically lost the match yeah she she did lose the match Cause she was, cause she was like <clears throat> arguing a point across. Hmm. 
Well, it's like I always feel like she's always getting more of a tough break, and it always not getting a tough break. She's always getting bloody. Yeah, bullied. there's the cartoon. Yeah, yeah, that is that is t- it's totally messed up in it. Yeah. So I think people are reporting on it now. Yeah. And uh, like they're literally saying that yeah we're just mocking the um, poor behavior by the dude. No, but you're literally looking at her features. You know, you you really extenuated yeah. them. You made a, you know, it's like everything just. Yeah. So that, that other tennis player was called a soccer. Yeah. And uh, what they're saying is that she's even though she's um, Haitian Japanese. Yeah. Descent, like in the cartoon, they've made her look like a um, blonde white woman. And I think that's again extenuating the fact yeah. that it's a black person fighting with a yeah. white person or playing against the yeah, white yeah, person. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that, that was interesting. Hmm. But you know, this ain't gonna like because as I said as well, man, like you know, from that whole um cat suit situation to her wearing the tutu, you know, they just seem to be for some reason busting her balls man I don't know what it is mm. I don't know what they got issue with her but if anything this is like revealing a lot of things with how tennis is I mean you racism has existed in sports probably ages and still does exist you yeah. hear about footballers getting racist slurs chanted at them mm. and if anything like I don't understand why these other people why these racists that exist in sports can't understand that there's this these athletes exist and they are talented I think it's because people justify the racism mm. like they justify and say no but it's this and it's that like yeah, whatever yeah. and you know like you know yeah. what I mean yeah like they like they, they think of an excuse and they think of a way around it to make it yeah. sound justifiable and acceptable well, it's not no. yeah it's absolutely not anyway that's our section done of uh, social media yeah what's trending with a Z, <laughs> we definitely need to get a better name. So I think what I about do delete that section? What, what have you been up to? Um, the only thing I've been up to is the wedding. Oh, we're wedding. I so what have I been up to? Okay, so I'll, I'll talk about my thing and then we'll talk about the wedding. In it. So uh, I went to watch um, a day Henry of Jumprov, the UK's first ethnic diverse improvisational theatre company, in a play which take which took part in the Coventry Cathedral hmm. and it was the place called Meet Me in the Ruins and the play actually takes place in the ruins of uh, the Coven- near near the Cove- Coventry Cathedral okay and it was it was amazing so is that was, the Coventry Cathedral that was bombed during the war i think so i got no idea so what ruined it do you know i don't know what ruined it but i was thinking that perhaps the the lack of government funding <laughs> was going to be one of my things. Um, yeah. So the, it was pretty cool. So it takes place there. In the the ruins are amazing as well. Like if you go to watch it, like you think to yourself, "Wow, imagine how this would have looked if it was still intact." Like just the, you know, just the ruins look amazing. But imagine the whole thing in its full, in its full livelihood. Yeah. So the play, um, it told about five stories all through different timelines, and it was stories are where the people were meeting up uh, through the different timelines of meeting up at the ruins hmm. and it, it was pretty cool man it was like going from like all the way to like 1947 all the way to 2008 and all in between talked about all the history of the people coming through Coventry the different types of people 
yeah. you know, and uh, and it was all new writing as well, which is always exciting. So that was cool. Really enjoyed that. And uh, is that in the city yeah. centre? In the city centre, yeah, literally where we were. Where we were. Where we were on Saturday, and then what else we've been up to, which probably took up felt like it took up the whole week, and it. Yeah, I feel like I'm still recovering from it. Several, several, several days it took. So, but I think we won't go into it too much because yeah. it was a close family wedding. True, but I think it was tough, wasn't it, doing a close family wedding? So we had to be up at like six in the morning. Yeah, normally, normally you just get invited to a wedding and you just turn up to like obviously you turn up to the religious bit, and it's okay, and then you go up to the party, and yeah. then you go home. But it was nice. Don't get me wrong; it was nice, obviously, being part of everything. But it is knackered. It is tiring. Yeah, and I'm glad that it was close. Uh, geographically yeah yeah like imagine if it was like you had a long drive yeah that would have been nuts man but no it was awesome man so what yeah that was good I think I think the highlights for me of the wedding was yeah. obviously like our family was there and like we had a good time we had a good laugh yeah and uh, I think I was even looking through the pictures and we can see that we had like a good time and stuff yeah, yeah. which um, um, we normally do anyway but there were some pictures of like myself that I took in uh, the photo booth yeah and I don't even remember taking them I think I must have been like that drunk. That was a wicked thing, like yeah. because we, um, the wedding was taken because we were staying at the hotel where the yeah. wedding was taking place. It was like you could just literally let your head out mm. and just chill out, and there was like nothing about, oh, we have to drive somewhere or get a cab. It was literally like everyone was like mm. partying till twelve at night, mm. and that the wedding was over in uh, Kumabi. Yeah, which was first time I've been there. Yeah. So that was um that was interesting, wasn't it? Yeah. Was I think Co- I think I saw a different side of Coventry. I've always seen Coventry as like some kind of like industrial. Yeah. Even though Birmingham's known for its industry. Well, that's what I was gonna say. I yeah. think that's what people like. Even with when obviously when um like I went to watch uh, Adair's play, and obviously this wedding as well as well happened on the same weekend. You do you're right. You do get to see a different side of the city, and I think it all comes down to the fact that you know we. Yeah, I think people have the same thing as well. People think about Birmingham about being industrial and whatever. But mm. then you totally miss you totally miss all the other nice bits until you go and see something like this. But yeah, Kumabi was was uh, interesting. Yeah, it was good. So I think I think the Kumabi and the grounds and everything were nice. Yeah. And uh, the the venue was good as well. But I think the the thing that I enjoyed about the wedding that I found interesting um the thing which I don't normally like, yeah, is the the photo booth. I think that was quite a good laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that was that was interesting, and um, I think for me, I just enjoyed just the chill of it, man. Just like yeah. getting together with the family and stuff, and uh, also it was your birthday as well. <laughs> oh, it was my birthday, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so what did we do? So we went to uh, Special Spices, didn't we? Again, yeah, that, which that is because which is uh, a regular man easily becoming our regular joint. I do, I do like it though. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah, I do, mm. I do like it. And we got our cake from. Cake box. Cake box, which is also a regular place. Yeah. Which now it's just like... I'm detecting a pattern, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Special spices and cake box, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. But that's awesome, man. I'll tell you what I did I did enjoy. Though. You know, after the church ceremony at the wedding, where we were all like, dressed up really smart. Yeah. And we went into a Mackey's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was wicked, wasn't it? That yeah. was a good call, man. Yeah. Because, like, it, first of all, it took ages trying to find the church. Because it was literally bang in the city centre. Yeah. And we couldn't find parking or yeah, anything. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, the other thing that I didn't... Um, um, that, uh, that I didn't like was... Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, my Mackie's got cold. 
because they did, they only had parking for like a couple hours in the city centre, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. So, but I ended up going back to get sort my parking out, and then ended up um, uh, my McDonald's got cold. Yeah, I know. So I didn't enjoy it as much as you. I feel like I'm in a McDonald's now, man. <laughs> I think what I was doing, man. I went to um, I went to Heavenly Desserts as well. Did you? Yeah. Okay. That was. Uh, have you been there? I probably haven't. I don't we think should I have go, not. man. But it's where, just, where it is it? Is they in? It's on um, it's in Mosley, isn't it? Yeah. On Lady Pool Road, I think. Okay, that sounds but, familiar, yeah. Yeah, but you know what though? It's just kind of like going to Creams around mm. the corner. So I don't like obviously at one point Creams didn't exist. Yeah. So everyone's like, oh, we got to Emily's desserts. But then we could just go help Creams. Mm. I feel like going there as well now. I think this 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 uh, wedding weekend is basically because I got a cold as well. Is it trashed your healthy? I think it kind of has, man. It's kind of because <laughs> mm. now it's like you get a taste for like Mackies and uh, sweet like things. Like yeah, man. But, but that's it man that's good uh, I don't think I did much else to be honest yeah same here I didn't do anything else what what are we got what are we gonna do what we got planned for next week I'm, I might be going to London meet a, meet a friend okay um, you gonna go and check anything else anything new as per podcast and per podcast might go to a Turkish restaurant okay so we're saying might get some Turkish food hmm. um, chill out um, so yeah so I'm gonna go there I'm just chilling in London for a bit. Just, just gonna go for a day. Um, and I can't think of anything else. We gotta watch some films, but you yeah, busy? we need to. I've kind of am busy, but I'm not busy at the same time. Okay, so I'm going to Akbar's, which is an Indian restaurant, on Wednesday. Okay, that's more. Yeah. Okay. And I'm also got a birthday party to go to, which is Who's in Malvern. In the nice. evening, so that's my boss's birthday party. What else? On Friday. Saturday. Cool. And what else? I think that's all I got planned. We need to go and watch some films, man. Two things we do. I think um, uh, Crazy Rich Asians, that had like good reviews, didn't it? Yeah, and I think The Predator is out as well, but that, that didn't have good reviews, but I still want I'm still going to watch it. Yeah, still going to watch The Predator. Yeah. I think I'm still going to watch it and I'm going to enjoy it as well. Yeah, I think it's one of um, them films that like, that we will enjoy in it. Yeah. But I think so we watched the um, uh, Honest trailer for the, the original Predator. Yeah, the first one. And uh, they were saying that if they showed that at the cinema, people will still go and watch it and enjoy it. And I, I, I agree. I think yeah. I would. I think I'd go and watch it and I think I'd like. I think we watched it recently though. Like we watched, we it, watched it recently. Fairly recently and it's still good. It's still held well, up. Were we watching it recently for... Because we were trying to watch stuff over New Year's. Yeah, yeah, I think so. That sounds about right, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So anyway, so I don't have anything else planned. Emails and tweets? Uh, nope. Nope. Uh, outro, outro. So you can follow us on social media. We don't do stuff. There is going to become a point where we're actually going to do more... So emails, tweets. Fun stuff. No, I was thinking more fun stuff. Oh, yeah. And emails and tweets. I, when, when so if you, you do have any suggestions... yeah. yeah. You can email us at we don't do stuff at gmail.com or you can um, tweet us at we don't do stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so I'm I'm independent. And I'm um, Jazz Tuna McCartney, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.